0: Hi, and welcome to episode 72 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki, but you can find me as Heartland Knits on Ravelry and Instagram. And today is Sunday, May 11th, 2014. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there celebrating. Um, this is kind of a difficult, uh, one of the difficult days for me. Um, so if you are like me and are missing your mom, you come here and sit right here next to me and we'll get through it together. Um, do you want to know what I've been knitting? I started a couple new things. One of them, the one that I'll show you first is what I talked about last week. And this goes along with our new, uh, KAL Knit Along, um, it's the Elizabeth Zimmerman KAL, and I decided I wanted to do the baby bog jacket. So I started that, and I can show you. It's um, being worked out of Barocco Vintage, and this is, I, I don't have the tags right here. Um, it's a, a kind of a really pretty brown and an aqua kind of teal and so this is the piece that I knit mostly this this uh, week. So this is going to be the kind of the the bottom of the little jacket. Um, I'm doing mine in moss stitch which is a change from Elizabeth's Um, she does hers in garter and I can show you why she does hers in garter. Um, I thought I would just do a real quick little demo of the construction of this jacket This is, um, it was called the bog jacket because it was found on a man who was preserved for like 200 years or something. And he had been thrown in a bog and that's why he was preserved. But he was wearing this, um, a jacket out of this construction. And um, apparently weavers like to use this kind of construction because it uses every, you can weave a length of cloth and use every bit of it. There's no no waste with your handwoven fabric. So you start with a square, and this is often why Elizabeth uses garter stitch um, because with things like this, um, garter is a square stitch, so that you can have you know so many if you have you know, so many stitches on your needle, then you go that many ridges and you've got a square. So you can start with a square and if you, and I just kind of did this really kind of quick and dirty, just did a snip here and a snip here, and then you fold these together and they form kind of the the front bit of the jacket. And then you do a snip here and a little bit kind of each, each way and you fold those down and those form the sleeves and then you've got a seam here all the way from here across. Um, weavers would have to sew a seam but we can do kind of a um, kitchener graft it to make it look invisible. So, and, then, and this is your little neck. So that's kind of basically what it is um, so this little piece, I have that long kind of panel, and so it will fold in to be that bottom part of the jacket. So I think I, I um, kind of am just about to the point where um, I will do, you know, like start, I'm going to start my second color. And why this is so wide, because this is a little baby jacket. But why it's so wide is it's very, very um, cute. It's got all these like little gathers. So you start out with a much wider piece of knitting than you actually are going to um, use. But you do these little gathers and that's for, for a baby garment so that they will kind of go out over the diaper. It's kind of a little, um, so... This was a lot of moss stitch, let me tell you, even though it was on, um, you know, worsted weight yarn, and these are, I am working it on size 8 needles, my gauge is 5 stitches to the inch, and so I'm going to um, do, I think I'm going to do a little bit of, like a stripe of kind of a cream color, and then start the the uh, uh, teal, and then I just, I have a little bit of the brown left, and I'm going to kind of work, Um, an accent in that so it is coming along it was a lot of like really mindless knitting I went from doing the lacy nibbling shawl to tons of of moist stitch it was quite a shock so that is my um, first um, new project and the Elizabeth Zimmerman knit along will run I don't know a couple of months. I haven't really um, decided, but at least a couple of months because I know there's several projects that I want to do. And you just need to work something from one of, you know, her books, her designs, you know, a a pie shawl. Um, She's got like mittens and baby things and, you know, just all kinds of stuff. So um, that That'll be fun. And if you do a pie shawl, I just ask that you actually kind of follow her formula and put in her and, and, you know, either like do her version of the pie shawl or do your own version. Don't just do somebody else's version of a pie shawl. So if you're going to do the pie, either do Elizabeth's or, you know, using her kind of formula Plug in your own stitch patterns. Don't just, you know, because it's really, it's pretty easy to do a pie and just plug in different stitch patterns. Um, you know, don't just do somebody else's that has designed it and then um, put it up for sale or for free or whatever. Make it your own. And then the, the uh, second new project was a new shawl because I didn't have one on the needles anymore. And um, the one I decided on, if you remember a couple of months ago, I did the uh, the yellow John Quill um, dance shawl. And that was out of yarn that had been around for a really long time. And I sort of, you know, I loved knitting it and I loved the shawl. And it kind of dawned on me that the reason why it was kind of languished in my stash for so long was that there was sort of just a, a small window when I wanted to be knitting that color but I also wanted to be like wearing it so I wanted to knit it and then have it be ready to like wear right away like I wouldn't have wanted to knit that shawl in October just because it was like a, such a springy kind of thing I wanted to kind of knit it leading into spring and then have it to wear so I have a, I had another yarn in my stash that was sort of the same way. I, it's equally as old, or maybe even a year, a year older than the Jonquil was. And it is—it um, was a black lace linen that I bought way a long time ago. And it's just—I'll hold it up and show you. It's just, um, you know, black linen. It's—it's it's, um, lace weight. I think it's a fourteen-two. It's by Euroflex, and um, it's been sitting in my stash for a long time. I wanted to knit. I kind of had in, you know, kind of what shape I wanted to knit it, and I wanted to have it for summer. But I was always kind of busy knitting other things leading up to summer. But I needed it to be so that I could knit it all on the porch but yet I wanted to have it done. So basically this time of year I wanted to be knitting it. So I started that and the design I, I um, decided to use is I hope I say this right, Chong Baru it's by Asa Tricosa and it's this beautiful um, lace edged shawl. A friend of mine had this on uh, she knit it to wear with her mother of the bride dress she had it on when I went to Madrona and it was so pretty and then there was a woman at Yarnover who was walking around with one on and I thought I really need to 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 knit that it's been in my queue since it first came out so um, I started thinking it would be really this was sort of the shape that I wanted um, this black linen shawl to be and I liked the sort of it's, you know, stocking it but then it has a very fancy lace edge so this is just the start it's it's has I started it on Thursday and then I haven't really knit very much of it so it this is the the start of it it's along the top edge it's got this kind of little beaded um, it's not it's like a beading kind of lace um, pattern all along the top edge and you start that. Kind of with a a tab, you know, when you do the little garter tab cast on on a shawl. It's kind of like that, but you're doing this kind of lacy pattern. And then you're just um, increasing for this stockinette part. And yeah, I have stitch markers. I know I didn't, I don't often use stitch markers, but this is, first of all, it's black. And also the way they are, the increases are done, they aren't done sort of, Every row or every right side row, so it's not kind of right under your needle to look at. so I didn't want to mess up and and miss one, so I figured I would put put um stitch markers in. I might move and change and put um, the little um, wireless or coilless pins in. Um, but I don't know for now I just I just started with these. And I'm working this, I decided to work it on um, size 3 needles, which is 3.25 millimeter. I started, the pattern called for starting it on a size 4 and I did a little bit and I just, I didn't like the um, the look of the solid part of the linen. So I went down and I don't mind if it's not quite as large as that because I want it to be a little summer shawl. So I have plenty of yarn, I have several more skeins of, of this, so I am looking forward to that. It's, it's um, Black is not the easiest thing for me to see with my bad eyes, but um, when I'm sitting outside on the screen porch. It's much, much, in daylight, I can see it much easier. So um, Thursday was the first day. It was a little chilly on Thursday, but it was the first day I could sit out. And that's when I cast on that little bottom part. Um, So we have had a couple, then Friday and Saturday were really beautiful days. um, And the trees have just exploded, just exploded like they were waiting, went from, no like hardly a sign of a bud to a leaf in just that amount of time, and then the last thing that I am um knitting on is my second of my firebird sock, and I just have the cast on of the toe and a little bit of of um the the foot done. And I didn't know if I would want to cast on, like, right away. And, you know, this is because, I almost forgot to show you, I finished off the first sock. So this is the first sock. Um, it is um, got, so it has these little, I was trying to explain these last week. It's got these little, Kind of picots that look like the flames, and then in the inside it is um, a twisted rib, and then it is attached, you know, like a hem. So the 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 uh, ribbing is on the inside to kind of keep your um, the leg of the sock up. Um, but there's two things I'm not really. Um, it makes it very thick. It's not going to show. It makes it kind of. Thick, And I don't like this kind of line where it goes in, where you've attached the, um, you know, the inside of of, of the hem. Um, If I had done like just a regular hem, what I do to avoid that is when I attach it, I use a bigger needle. But this was attached right as you were knitting it. Don't know if that's gonna show you. you're gonna see that line. So, and there's another reason. So, um, I didn't embroider it because I might be making a modification to it. So, I didn't want to do you embroider the crown here and the legs and all kinds of other stuff on it. So, I didn't want to embroider it because I'm still pondering whether I'm gonna make a change. So, I just decided I don't have to do them like as my only project. It's the only sock that I really have on the needles. I might as well just cast on the second one. So I did that. This is the amount of yarn that I have left and when I, um, you know, I rewound it into a smaller ball when when I was finished with the first one and I weighed it and then I weighed my finished sock and they weigh exactly the same. So I, I definitely have enough yarn to finish the sock, but um, really no more to do any other kind of things. And it's actually quite tight across the instep. I can put it on, but I don't know how comfortable it would be. Um, you know, part, it's the, got a short row heel. And it's got this kind of woven stitch, which is very inelastic. And so when I finished the first one and put it on and it was a little tight, I thought it incorporates, you know, some gussets, um, gusset stitches in um, and then kind of decreases it away when, you know, when you come up the top for the leg. And I thought, well, I could do... A few more gusset stitches to just give it a little bit more, um, you know, more stitches across my instep when I'm, um, you know, doing for that heel. But really I don't have any extra yarn to play around with. Um, So that's why I was thinking if I would, and I'm not really thrilled with this doubled over hem. I like the little flame, the little flamey things but it would use less yarn if I just kind of came up and did a little bit ribbing at the top. And then I would have extra to do those additional, like, increases. So, yeah, I'm actually thinking of, of trying to doing more gusset stitches for my second sock and seeing if it fits better. And then I would... Um, you know, take this one down and and make it matching because um, I'm not sure that I would actually wear them um, like this or how comfortable they would be. So I guess I really loved knitting it. It was a very fun pattern to knit and even though I'm not thrilled with this top part, it was, you know, interesting to do. I don't think I've ever done kind of picots within a knitted fabric quite like that before so it was there were a lot of like really interesting little things about it so I'm actually I'm really glad I did it I would just say um, you know I'm if I was going to buy another one of these kits again I would buy the large size so that I would have extra yarn to play around with I bought this on at Maryland Sheep and Wool last year on the Sunday morning when we went back, so I'm not even sure if there were large, you know, two sizes left. Um, I just saw it and really loved it and wanted to get it, and, and saw oh, it, you know, this is the right size or it was a medium. So, um, I just, you know, it feels a little bit. It, you know, the I was knitting to gauge, and there is enough yarn to finish both socks. It just feels a little, a little. Chintzy that you know if somebody didn't come up to gauge they would run out of yarn, Um, but that maybe there could have been a little bit, a little bit extra just so you could play you know that just that little bit, but um, I would definitely recommend ordering the large or getting the large size. Um, That's what I would do if I was going to get another um, of her um, kits, but. Um, it was a very, very fun sock to knit. And so that's kind of why I wanted to go right on and, and knit the second one. And, um, you know, at this point, I've it's kind of, it's just more interesting to do because I know how many repeats of the feathers to do so that the heel will end up in the right place and all of that stuff. So that was... What I've been working on, I do have a finished project. I finished off the shawl that I showed you last week, the Kneebling, Um Lira Shawl, which I did in um, made it into a crescent. So it's off the needles, but it is not blocked yet. So I will show you. It's off the needles. Um, I ordered new blocking wires, and they arrived yesterday, and yesterday was was a really beautiful day, and I spent the whole day out in the garden or in the garden centers buying stuff. Um, so by last night, I just thought I cannot block the shawl. It just didn't it wasn't gonna get blocked because I thought if i i I didn't even get the mail in until the evening, and then I thought if I block it now, chances are it might not even be dry by the time I was going to record anyway. So I just was feeling really tired and that I wouldn't do as good a job as I would like. I would have kind of rushed just to get it done. So but the shawl is off the needles and I ended up with three grams of yarn left. So it was not a lot. This is this is what I ended up with. So not It didn't cut it too, too close. But, um, so anyway, that is that. I also started a new spinning project. And it's one that I talked about a couple, I don't know, maybe a month ago that I wanted to work on. And this was, I showed you the braid of roving that my friend Carrie um, dyed for me. And this is all it out of. Um, unbraided. I split the thing in, in two lengthwise because I'm going to do a two ply yarn and hoping to keep the colors somewhat um, together to to make sort of a progressive gradient. And I am spindling it. Um, it is 100% merino. It is so beautiful, and it is so fun to spindle. I haven't spindled in a while, and um, I like to do this out on the porch too. And um, I don't think it is, I have to ask her, I don't think it's super superwash merino because it doesn't have that real kind of slippery feel. But she did a beautiful job dyeing it. She's not a professional dyer. She doesn't sell it. She just, you know, has like fun big dye days, and she dyes everything she can find. But anyway, the spindle that I'm using is this one. I thought it went really pretty with that. And it is, this is a Forester, it's an orchard, um, one of his orchard spindles. And this is um, all wood burned um, on the top there. The uh, Both the whorl and the shaft are rock maple. And it's, I think, 32 grams, so just over an ounce. So I am spinning, um, I don't know what it will be. Kind of a light, like a fingering to light fingering sort of, of weight. Um, it's really, really nice to, to um, work on. And I like to keep it, the, the whole project in a basket so that it just can set in there and, and yeah, you know, I can pick the whole thing up and move it. In. And um, so, yeah. So that is my new spinning project for the, uh, the summer. Okay, in show-and-tell, I did get the uh, new set of blocking wires, like I told you I was going to. These are the ultra-fine, super-long blocking wires from Inspinity. They are coiled around. They are um, 67 inches long. Um, This is kind of my third set of of different wires, so I thought that these would kind of fit that... um, they're they're supposed to be super flexible so that you can um, bend them and they will go back into shape. So I thought I would show you kind of the other ones that I have. Um, The first set I got were um, these and you can see they're pretty thick and they're very very kind of rigid. Um, I bought these, oh like at Stitches, when Stitches was still in in Minneapolis, so that is quite some time ago. Um, they were they were advertised in the back of like Knitters Magazine, and they were sold by a shop. Can't think of what her name was. She also taught at all the Stitches events, but she had a shop, and she um, you know had a set of blocking wires and. I think that winter I had kind of ordered or I had blocked a scarf or a stole or something and I had to pin practically every row and it was super tedious and I thought this is going to be better. And, and they were, you know, they're better than, um, you know, using pins all the time, but they're pretty, they're pretty thick. I still use those sometimes with garments. I don't always use wires to block the edges of um, pieced sweaters and things, but um, sometimes I'll I'll put them in to hold something open or something. So I'm going to try to get a few of these others. Um, So the second set of wires that I got um, like a couple years after that maybe um, was put together by Myrna Stallman who was a lace knitter and it was like her women's group put the wires together and then the money went to like some charity and she um would sell them You, you had to order them directly from her and she was a lace knitter so she had I think a couple different sets but she had a lace set and because that's what I wanted them for um that's what I ordered um and there were like three different like sizes like some were thinner i don't know if i've got the thinnest one in there or not but there were three different sizes and these are what i usually use but even kind of the like the thinnest one is not like it's pretty flexible but i think if you bent it it would not you know it would bend so, um, but these are what I, I usually use when I, I kind of block, um, you know, pointy shawls or, or whatever. Um, and so they, when they, when you ordered these, I'm going to try to get these back in. They came, <laughs> came in this like big tube. <laughs> from the, And that's what I just have always um, kept them in. Um, so I have to figure out a, Another way of of um, um to store these, I guess you know, just keeping them in this. It's just like some you just want to get stuff like put away, get a place for this um, set. I can't. They are much much longer, so I can't put them in that big tube. So I'm looking forward to. I took them out and just kind of you know like flexed it and so this is they have little caps to protect the ends or to protect your eyes but you can see how super thin they are and they do like really really bend it and then it flips back so um, I am I'm looking forward to trying them out and I will block my shawl this week and I can give you an update on how they worked um, next week so I think oh that's not everything we have a drawing to do today so today we have one last thing to do and that is the drawing for the Little Bird Knit on. Um, this was the day, um, the last day I closed the thread earlier this morning and um, pulled a number. There were 37 um, entries. So that went from 2 to 37. And the prize for this is a $25 gift um, certificate from Etsy. So don't you wish you'd made a little bird? Um, so. Um, I I pulled the number from two to thirty-seven, and the the number was um, winning number was number twenty-seven. So that's the number, and number twenty-seven was knitting Mary B. So congratulations, Mary. Um, um, write to me or um, PM me on Ravelry, and I guess I'll need to know your email address um, to send that um, Etsy gift card to you so um i met mary last summer at the Apocalypse, and um it's i felt when her number came up i just thought it was meant to be because um in her post she said she lost her mom in january she took care of, we had a little talk last last summer and she t- took care of her mom and um lost her in january so um so it just seemed like she was you know it was just right that she won uh, yesterday I won um something at zumba I won a, a cookie bouquet at zumba which was just a little odd because you know you sweat for an hour and then here here have some sugar <laughs> I don't know it was just kind of odd but um I don't know she had all the names in a in a jar and um, mine got pulled out so. Um, so, I guess, I guess our moms are taking care of us today, Mary. So, anyway, I, um, I guess that is about, about it. I will, um record next week um hopefully i don't know if i'll have a lot of knitting to show because this is the garden time and yes that's why yesterday and i spent all day sort of in the garden centers i that is one thing that i got from my mom is my love of the garden and and um uh, we always used to go even one of my very very earliest memories is um like being about three and being out at the flower farm and And, uh, um, so it was, I, spent a long time out there yesterday and, and, um, but, um, I'm going to hopefully put in a few, um, pictures of things after, after, um, afterwards. So until I see you next week from my heart to yours, happy knitting.